Welcome to Family Unmuted, where Ruben and Tiana Estrada open the door to their lives as real estate brokers, owners of a family business, parents, and everything in between. This is our world, Unmuted. Welcome to Season 2 of Family Unmuted. We are determined to give you the best content through our research and experience to help everyone, including ourselves, move forward and achieve goals together. This season, we are going to focus on growth. What is growth? Well, by definition, the act or process or a manner of growing, development, gradual increase, size or stage of development. Now, when I say growth, before I looked up the definition, I automatically thought of comparing my past with where I am now. So, for example, um, let's say like jump roping, because I'm starting to do that a lot more. Um, the first time I started, you can attest to it, is that I hard. sucked. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, don't, don't yeah. be that blunt. But <laughs> no, I'm being nice. <laughs> it was bad. But I kept hitting myself with the jump rope. I kept having to restart. Um, but over the course of my high school career, I never saw the benefit of it. And now that I did, it it was like a requirement because as you guys know, I train a freshman and basketball player and we have two requirements before each workout is either stretching and jump roping. Mm-hmm. So you have to do a thousand jump ropes and you have to stretch. And one day I had to show him how to jump rope and I just like kept going. I kept going. And I was like, Whoa, like, I never, I could never do a hundred jump ropes in a row. Uh, any time in my high school career. Mm-hmm. And for me to just realize that, it, it was weird because once you realize you grew in something, you look back on where you were before, like instantly. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird concept. You just feel like you're just like in this no time zone and you look back to where you were and where you are now. And it's very, it's very um, fulfilling. Yeah. I think sometimes when you look back, it's, you think it requires more energy than it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, you think it, I think you over it, you, um, I guess you over, yeah, I mean, we think it takes more energy, we think it takes more time, mm-hmm. and we think it takes more skill than it actually does. And the hardest part is just getting started, and I know that's that's sort of a cliche now. Um, it's all over social media, TikTok, whatever, just mm-hmm. get started. And it, But it is true. You just got to start, and then it's just over time, time on task over time mm-hmm. is what they say. Um, is where you get the, the mastery of it. So Well, you know what was weird today, before even this podcast, is that we called all those people today, mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't really afraid of calling. What, what, what was it that made the switch? Because we've been working on this for, mm-hmm. what, six, six months? months? Yeah. Six months, and for some reason today it just kind of switched. and Yeah, I just hopped on the phone and just did it. It was weird. Got started. And then... Well, it was that because I was contemplating last night. I'm like, I need to get my first house. I need to get my first house. Huh? And I was listening to a couple of podcasts before this. They're like, they'll open up or what you tend to say is like opportunities are all always open. You just have to realize it. And I guess I just kept closing this opportunity of calling that list we had. Mm-hmm. And today I just finally opened it and I felt really good about calling. Like I didn't really mess up that much. I had no, people call really me back. Well. You both did. I mean. You guys, both of you just hopped on the phone, and in that moment, I was smiling to myself. My back was turned to you guys, but I was smiling because you finally had that growth that I've just been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And it was 
and we celebrated that, you know, mm-hmm. took you to lunch and we just like, Hey, this is a big moment for you guys. And that you, you matured and grew as, as real estate professionals today. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal. Yeah. And it's sort of like, like in the movie where, uh, the critic like eats the ratatouille and he looks back on his past and his mom and it's like yeah, that same that exact flashback. feeling. Yeah, that flashback of where you were and then where you are now. That's the same exact feeling I had today. Yeah. 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 So is your definition like the same as mine where it's comparing the past with where you are now? Or am I just crazy? No, <laughs> no. I mean, you have to know where you've been to see where you're going. So it's, it's you know, our past makes us who we are currently but we're always striving to become something better I think we had this conversation over lunch like for me growth has changed you have a different definition I think just because of your age I'm now in my 40s growth has a completely different meaning to me now and for me it has become can I sit down at night and did I just get one percent better for instance like I said today at lunch, I'm going to order water instead of a soda. I'm going to replace one thing with another thing, just one. And so my measurement has become a lot simpler for me because I just focus on, did I get one, move the needle forward, did I get 1% better than I was yesterday? And those who know me well, and you guys know, I am always about celebrating everything along the way and I think people struggle with growth because exactly what you were saying they don't look back and say but look how far I've come it's always a look how far I have to go mm-hmm. and I think we don't get into the habit of sitting there and saying but look how far I've come that doesn't mean that you rest on your laurels and that's where you're stopping but if you don't stop and take those measurements along the way you're going to get really discouraged and you're not going to want to keep going. And I think growth happens every single day with people. You're just not aware of it, and you just aren't looking at it. Yeah, well, picking it, like, piggybacking off that, it's like growth is defined as a process, and I never really understood that until I looked up the definition. It's a process, and I always thought it was just get to point A to point B, and once you get to point B, you look back and you're growing. Well, here's where I've struggled. I always, I always picture growth as something that's outside of your natural ability. Hmm. What, what do you mean? Meaning that we all have natural talents, and we all have this natural ceiling of achievement, and it's different for everybody. Let's say for for, let's say Isaiah for an example. Okay, he has a really high natural ceiling for weightlifting. It's much higher than mine. Like, I, if I go lift weights for a day, that's my ceiling. <laughs> that's my ceiling. His ceiling, just naturally, is hey, I got. If I'm not going five times a week, I that's 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 not me. Mm-hmm. But the difference between the natural ceiling and the growth, we used to call it E to P, right? Mm-hmm. You have this entrepreneurial ceiling, but once you get purposeful, then that's where your growth comes. So let's say, for an example, a pitcher, a baseball pitcher. He goes out to the mound for the first time and he throws 88 miles an hour. He has a pretty high natural ceiling. Mm-hmm. But his growth was, he's he, if he throws 95, his growth was much higher 
as opposed to me, I go out there, I might throw 75. But if I can get to 95, my growth is much higher than his was. Oh, okay. You because see what I'm saying? Because he only grew like 10 and you grew 20. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So what's your, first of all, let's get real about what your natural ceiling is mm-hmm. and notice that, hey, I have a, in real estate, I have a certain production. I sell a certain amount of homes per year just from my natural ability and my natural talents, God-given talents, right? But if I want to grow from there, what does that look like? Mm. What does that process look like? What does that per- being on purpose look like? What do I need to do to change that to go from X amount of homes to this amount of homes sold per year? Okay, so let's break this down. So how do you look at your natural ability? How do you measure that? Well, you, you always talk, people always talk about what's the plateau. You're, you're at a plateau, mm-hmm. right? I keep hitting this. Same number, the same number, the same number. Ceiling. Yeah, the ceiling, right? It's this natural ceiling. Mm-hmm. So once you determine that you've hit your natural ceiling, your plateau, like you keep doing the same thing over and over again, then you know like, all right, now I got to get purposeful about how do I get to the next level? Mm-hmm. And that's where I fig- that's where the measurement of growth is, in my opinion. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So let's say... Because there's two types of growth, I feel like. There's like, like you said, natural growth and then purposeful growth. But does natural growth, like, you don't count that? No, that's just the way you are, the way you're built. That's just the God-given talents that you have. So, like, you're maxed out at six foot. You didn't grow from one foot to two feet to four feet to... That was natural. So you don't count that you were growing. That would happen regardless That would happen regardless regardless or, or even in spite of you. Mm-hmm. Even in spite like of still, what you do. You still grew and you ate crap. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and that's just physically. But I mean, even yeah. in, in business or anything that you want to accomplish. Right. Like, so let's, for some people, they're great test takers. And no matter, they don't even have to study in school and they're going to get A's. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, they're natural. just, that's just natural for them. For some people, they're C's. Like they, they have to fight just to get a C. And then they have to be really purposeful and really study hard to get an A. Mm -hmm. So it's all about your different ceiling, your own natural ceiling, and then your growth from there. That's that's the true measurement of growth. Hmm. What about yours? For me, it goes back to what you're saying, getting 1% better. So like for weightlifting, for example... Like you don't want to do a diet all at once because then you're just going to hate it. Cold turkey. Exactly. Or going on a workout plan that's just brutal off the start. Like you want to ease into it. And like you said, just getting 1% better at a time. Because mm-hmm. then it won't feel as, as much as, as it would have been all at once. And then you just get to a certain point where you just, yeah, you look back and you're like, you see all the growth. It just went by. Like yeah. that, huh? Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some guys that have never picked up a weight in their life, but then they go into the gym and they're benching 225. True. And you're like, how the heck do you do that? And they're like, I don't know. That's just the way I, that's the way I'm built. Mm-hmm. So then now that's their, that's their new seal. That's their new, they're like bottom point. line. That's their bottom line. Mm-hmm. So now how much do you grow from there is the, mm-hmm. is, is the way that you measure growth because they got to do something different than what their natural talents have. Mm-hmm. They got to go outside they got to find models. Who else? Who else benches three hundred? You know, what does that model look like? What do they eat? How do they train? How do they sleep? How do they manage stress? 
all those things and you look for models to take that growth to the next level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well well while we're discussing the topic of growth look like for our podcast this season a question popped up and the question was um how do you measure growth and you said that it was just a feeling you get yeah, Dad hates it when I say yeah. that because yeah. like, feelings yeah. aren't tangible. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, I'm growing for me. Like I, I don't need to justify my growth to anybody else outside. Um, in fact, I think I have I have my list of things here for this podcast, and one of the things that I, has kept me from growth in the past is comparison. It's the mm. saying, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, so for me, it, it is that feeling um, of just, like I said, I sit down at night and I say, who was I yesterday? Who was I today? Are there differences? And that's, that's how I measure my growth. So yeah, for me, it's a feeling. I, it, but I don't, I don't want to say it. I... I don't get too involved in the measurement of things as it is, which is kind of odd, but I don't, like when we go to the gym, I just do this, this way, and then eventually I just feel like, oh, I can go up, I can go up, I can go up, but I don't go in with the intention of I'm going to lift 15 more pounds in 30 days. I just feel like as I'm getting stronger, I start going and then I look over and I'm like, oh, I'm now lifting this and when I was doing this. So there's my growth. So it, for me, it's a feeling and not necessarily. Does that make sense? A little bit? Yeah. It, it drives me crazy. <laughs> I know. It, it drives yeah. you crazy because yeah. you can't replicate well, it or Dad scale is, it. Right. Know? And he wants tangible. Like, yeah. I, I want you to be able to say why, say how, and show me the result. So that's where we, he and I are, are very different yeah. on, on that aspect. So when you say you don't go in with, I guess I would perceive it as a purpose as lifting more. Well, my only purpose is to be better than I was yesterday. Mm. So even if that's one more minute on my incline or five more pounds on my squat, whatever, my intention is just to be a little bit better. But I don't have that end. Like I have failed if if I'm not benching 150 in 30 days hmm. that's not my measurement is that different for you yeah i think um because her size sort of takes away like the negative so let's say she puts, sure. puts 30 days in she wants to lift 15 more pounds she doesn't get it then you're you sort of stunt your growth basically you know what i mean you get discouraged you stop going and then there's no point but when you do do those things and you accomplish it it could propel you forward. So it's like balancing on a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the whole risk-reward thing. Mm-hmm. Like the higher the risk, the bigger the reward. Yep. And and the, the bigger the metric, the bigger the feeling gets. It's like, oh my, she's, she's okay. And I might be saying this wrong, but <laughs> if she's okay with an extra minute, she's not like, on, you know, like Rocky at the top of the stairs being like, <laughs> I did it. Yeah. I did it, guys. But if I feel like I set a really a stretch goal, like a stretch metric, and I hit it, I'm like, I spiked the ball, I dunked the ball, and it, we're having a celebration, mm-hmm. right? 
that's different. Mm. I think the 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 celebrations more when you have a higher stretch goal or metric mm-hmm. that you use. That's all. Okay. Yeah. What but if you're you? celebrating little wins, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to remove myself from the podcast. No. In all honesty, we had this conversation. We did. A very deep conversation yesterday morning about this fact. And, you know, I am always a glass half full. And dad is always a glass half empty. (laughs) And those are, it's a very hard bridge to gap as far as communicating and expectations and things like that. So that has been a focus in our almost 25 years of marriage is figuring out, okay, you're coming from here, I'm coming from here. It doesn't discount the importance of how we see it or how we do things. It's just having an understanding of the different definitions, which is why I thought we should have this conversation is not everybody has the same definition, but in society we are made to feel like we should have the same Mm. definition as everybody else. And for me, it's like, whatever gets you where you're going, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, don't put yourself in a box. Well, and both, that's why the four think, of us all have yeah. very different ways and definitions of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I like to say, I like to build a plan. I like to build the process. Mm-hmm. I like to, I like, I love the inevitability of it. And what I mean by that is that when you build like this plan and this process, you already know it's going to happen. Because you've built it that way. It's just a matter of time before something happens. Mm. And that excites me and that gives me energy in order to go out and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a different way that excites you, gives you energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just two different ways, but it doesn't really matter. It could be your way or my way. We just got to find out some way in order to get those results. Well, they're yeah. both a process. Well, that's the same. Yeah. And my point is... It doesn't matter because growth is happening in both scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You just. Comes down to personality. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that, and I think that's important too, is that you need to know who you are mm-hmm. in order for you to grow. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know who you are, you don't know how to motivate yourself. You don't know how to get energy. You don't know how to find your purpose. You don't. I mean, all those things are extremely necessary in order for you to start the process, whatever it is, feeling, tangible, metrics, whatever it is, mm-hmm. to do what you need to do to grow. Yeah, when you, well, when we were at lunch today, you're like, growth takes a lot of energy. Yes. So now you have to figure out what gives you energy so you can grow. Absolutely. So, so what gives you guys energy, for example? Um, for me, it is exercise uh, and eating right. Mm-hmm. Um, and communication, having not necessarily always deep conversations, but having really good conversations with people that I care about very deeply in my world gives me energy to know that I am, I, I have this clarity in my most important relationships and there's nobody's walking around with weight. I, I make everybody have hard conversations a lot of times Mm -hmm. but that gives me energy in that okay good that's out of the way now we're moving forward so communication 
exercise and and diet is what gives me energy. Hmm. More of a vision for me. Um, I need a. I'm a thinker. Um, I like to think about what that's what it's going to look like in the future. And then if that's what it looks like in the future, am I even on board with that? <coughs> um, and is that, maybe the we talked about this yesterday, and that the person that I need to be and the person that I need to become, am I okay with that? Mm-hmm. And what does that look like changing how wherever we are right now to where we're going to go? What does that look like? And is that in line with my belief system? Belief system, like, would do, elaborate on that. Belief system in that, is it going to change who I am or who I want to be? Mm-hmm. Meaning, am I going to offend people? Am I, um, am I going to have to compromise with my values? Um, am I going to have to do things? Am I going to have to cheat? Mm. Um, those kinds of th- am I gonna have to rip people off? Time. Uh, yeah, am I? Is it gonna take away from time with my family and things that are, that are really important to me? Mm-hmm. Um, so just compromise those things. If if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? And I need to be fully aware of all the things and how it all integrates with with everything in my life that's important to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what gives you energy to move towards your growth. Yes. So So once I'm clear, once I'm clear on that, that gives me energy because I know that I can go do what I need to do Mm -hmm. and it's going to be okay and it's going to be okay. You're sort of building like your own safety net almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? It's a lot deeper than what I was going to (laughs) say. That's okay. What gives you energy? I was going to say working out, playing guitar, closing a deal, Mm. but I think you, like you're saying, like you unconscious, maybe you're different, but I'd say like. A lot of people are, even myself, you're just unconsciously are taking all those considerations in. Sure. It's like, who am I going to affect? Like, how am I going to grow from this? Like, you're just taking all those in the back of your mind or maybe you're laying it all out. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you do. Yeah. I, I do. Um, so, not all the time, but I do. So I feel like you always say, like, I need a vision and a plan. What does that process look like? Because I feel like you had to grow into that person to become a visionary, you know? Yeah, and I think like, I think a lot of like... people say they're born with it, but creating a vision is a skill that you can develop. Um, and I actually have some notes on that, as a matter of fact. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, well, we talked about this. It's the skill, it's the skill of asking what's possible. Not what's probable, what's possible. Those are very two. Yeah, and that gives me energy. It's like, oh my gosh, what could our business look like? What could our relationship with my wife look like? What could my relationship with my son look like? What is what's my relationship look like with my friends and my close colleagues? You know, what could that look like? What's our relationship with our dog? look like what could that what could that look like what's possible there so you analyze every single thing then everything that's important to us that's important to me and and it really comes down to relationships it's your relationships with people it's your relationships with yourself 
It's your relationship with money. All that's relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's a skill that you develop. It takes a lot of studying. It takes a, it's a lot of research. It's a lot of uh, failure. And giving yourself permission to fail. All that stuff, that's all in your development of vision, which is a weird way to look at it. Hmm. So, what's the process? Like, if someone did not know how to become a visionary, what would you give them? Well, it starts about it starts with you know what's possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get better with, let's pick something. Let's say um, real estate. Honestly, real estate. Yeah. yeah Investing. So what's, what's possible? Owning. So who do you look up to? So as humans, we actually have this great gift to figure out. We're not limited on who we can look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like me religiously. I look to the saints. You know, that's that's my example. Mm-hmm. Business. I look to people that have done a lot more production than me. Um, but I don't look just to how many homes do they sell or how many properties do they own. I look at how's their marriage. What's their relationship mm-hmm. with their kids? You know, what's their what's their relationship with the public? So you're qualifying like, a mentor in the process. With their whole life. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just about, if they're looking to them for business, I'm not looking to them as just a business person. I'm looking as the whole person. As if you want to become them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm going to look up to you, I want to know about you. Yeah. All of you. Mm-hmm. Not just this one thing because I think everything else gets affected by that. Mm-hmm. Gives you energy. Yeah, what gives you energy? We didn't talk about real estate, you know? So what's possible? Mm -hmm. Do you want to own apartment complexes? Yeah. Do you want to be like Mr. Beast and own an island? (laughs) Do you want to, what do you want to own? What what place of real estate do you want to own and who do you look up to? Well, I always look up to like Grant Cardone, Tyrone, like all those people who are pretty successful and, um, they're doing the things that I want to do. Mm. So like Grant Cardone owns like a bunch of buildings and office buildings and retail stores and all those stuff, which is like big pieces of real estate. He owns a jet. He owns all this stuff. And just like for him to see that it's possible. Mm. Like, like on TikTok, like he, nobody thought that you can own a jet. And then he's the one that's like, oh, I got a jet. Mm. You know, that's what he's practically known for. Mm. Um, and then like Tyrone really like made me realize that you can do it in Colorado. Like mm-hmm. that was very different. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's local, he's doing it. He has a bunch of apartment complexes. He has like a beautiful house, you know, it, yep. it really like, he's like, Oh, you can accomplish it. Not at the level that he's at, but you can still accomplish a lot. And yeah, it's very rewarding to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Just to finish that off, just you just got to keep asking the question of what's possible. Mm-hmm. Because I met or I was introduced to Grant Cardone through like social media first. Then I met Tyrone. I was like, oh, there's people like that who aren't on social media, who are all over the world mm-hmm. and accomplishing big things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very like motivating and inspiring because it just... Just let you know that's an accomplishable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and, and what happens was when you keep asking that question and you become curious about, you know, other people and other businesses and other things, it just becomes a habit. And you guys make fun of me all the time when I meet strangers and I get into these conversations with them. And I'm, that's all I'm asking because I'm naturally curious because I, I want to, I'm a researcher. I want to figure out, like, how are you so successful with your business? Mm-hmm. Um, is there something that I can take away from his business that I can implement in my business that make it even better? Mm-hmm. And, and some of these things, I'm like, I didn't even think that was possible. Mm-hmm. So that's what gives me energy. To bring it all back, it, that's what gives me energy. Mm. You can't tell. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I have a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm in a food coma. And then all of a yeah, sudden. I, told, I was afraid with this podcast. I was like, we just had a big lunch because we were celebrating, celebrating you guys. And, and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to have any energy for this. Like, I, need some, I need a Dr. Pepper or coffee or something. So, um, yeah. So, on the opposite of growing, what, do you, what are some of the things that hinder your growth or keep you from growing either now mm-hmm. or in the past distractions yeah I think I think it goes back to relationships can be productive and then there's relationships that are not productive and I'm not just talking about relationships with people although that could be a hindrance too mm-hmm. um, I mean if you're not surrounding yourself with successful quote unquote successful people or people that you look up to you're gonna have you're gonna have problems. It's gonna take you longer. Um, your relationships with food. I mean, I know if I my relationship with McDonald's hinders my success. Raising canes for you, right? So there's certain relationships with things that hinder your success, and it goes back to some of the episodes that we're gonna get to in the future. You know, like. Um, what did we have? We had, you know, all the different growth all areas. The different growth areas, yeah. Uh, spiritual, you know, spiritual, physical, physical financial. financial, all those things that kind of create this perfect life. Um, that all those relationships matter. Mm. And I know we use the word matter a lot, but it matters. All those relationships matter. So, and just being aware, we talked about awareness in some of our other podcasts. Um, being aware of, all right, is this in line with my with my mission and my vision and my values and my beliefs? Is that the filter I'm using for everything? Mm. So you run everything through that filter, and if it's not in line with that, because that creates your purpose, if it's not in line with that, then you need to say no to it. Mm. And how do you get the, the, the energy to say no to those things that feel so good at the time? It takes a lot of energy. But the good thing is you only have to be on purpose for about 10 minutes. The time that that menu comes to the table, you see soft drinks or sweet teas. And the time that the waiter comes back, that's all the time that you need to be really, really strong. Fighting fighting that (laughs) temptation of, no, I'm just going to order water. That's all you need to be. You don't need to be on purpose all day long. You just need to be like for that one, two, five minute period, you got to be strong. It's a battle. It's a battle. It's a battle. Yeah. yeah. Like I want it. I want a freaking sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Dang it. 
and I deserve it. And then you start justifying in your head. You're like, <laughs> I've been so good all these days, and I, I you know, I can I cheat this just once. Yeah, but then that derails you, because it's it, and then you get defeated. and You're like, dang, I, if I re- if I do this once, yeah. I mean. I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then you start becoming the victim instead of the per- person that you wanted to become. Mm. What well, goes back to that self-talk? The difference between saying I can't and I don't um, mm, is huge. I love, words, so, matter. words matter. Words matter. We matter. talked about that before. Words yep. matter. But changing your, your words to say I don't drink sweet tea. Mm. I don't drink that. Mm. So I'm ordering water. Or I don't eat McDonald's. Or I don't Whatever it is. So switching one word in your vocabulary, either when you speak it to others or to yourself, more importantly, uh, changes everything. I think Mm. for me, when we talk about things that keep me from growing, it's self-talk, 100% Mm. at the top. Self-talk will always keep me. Because like you said, you justify, you make reasons why it's okay for you to be where you are and I'll never be that person or I don't really want to be like that person. or And you just have all this like... Victim talk. Yeah, all this talk going on in your head. So self-talk um, really hinders my growth at times. Um, I, I talked about comparison for a long time. I was not growing because I was comparing myself to either others in business other moms, other women, other Catholics, other, I, I, it, was, it was comparison in all areas of my life. I didn't go to the gym because I couldn't look like that lady. Like I just, mm. it was comparison everywhere. And I feel like in that time, no growth happened. It was mm-hmm. just, woe is me, this sucks. You're like just, paralyzed. And I could feel it yeah. like in my physical being just your whole body language changes everything changes and when yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean comparison is is oh it's deadly it's deadly Mm -hmm. it really is and so for which is extremely dangerous right now because you have all these young people that look to social media and they're comparing themselves all the time well it's all over social media i just did did a tiktok the other night and i put this filter on my face and i was like who is that person? Perfect makeup, perfect hair. Everything was like Complexion, perfect. I mean, and so, yeah, it's a joke right now on TikTok. And, oh, there's this filter. I instantly was like, what is this telling Olivia? What is this telling? Like, in order for you to have followers or to be whatever it is you want to be, you need to look like this mm-hmm. filter, something that doesn't even exist. So those things, the comparison is so deadly right now because we're we are living in this like alternate universe where you can't tell reality from fiction and it just keeps getting worse so yeah comparison self-talk and then the expectations from others allowing others to tell me what they think growth should be like you're not really growing unless you hit this number. This was a big mm. thing in some of our past brokerages with real estate. I didn't feel like I was adequate enough because I wasn't making it into those private masterminds, those invite only, mm. those you know, those measurements. I didn't get that award. I didn't get that accolade. Um, and so the expectations that we either think others have of us or that others actually have of us has nothing to do 
with our growth, but it's really easy to fall on them to let them determine what you're supposed to be. Mm. And then it's just kind of mm. an excuse. Mm. So mm. that that's been for me what has kept me from growing for periods of time. Comparison. About you, what do you feel like has been hard for you in growing in any area of your life? I think I don't know. I'm trying to think. What about a big one that most people have is the feel the fear of failure. I think so. Yeah. Right. Just being afraid to fail, and then it's like you say. I don't know. Maybe you reward yourself because you're on the right track, and then. Then you feel the guilt afterwards, and then, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and then you go back. You yeah, you're back to the self talk. You're like, oh, I'm afraid to fail, and then you just don't do it. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. Well, I think comparison. Just watching your guys' journey over the last six months, I think comparison has been an issue for you guys. Not necessarily comparing yourselves to others, but comparing what you think is going to happen in a scenario to what actually happens in a scenario. Mm. Like when we have conversations with you guys and you're like, but what if they say this and what if this happens and what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and then you guys have so many what ifs that you just don't even try because you're like, you've created the scenario that will never ever happen. But in your guys' mind, you think the first person I talk to is going to do this to me and I don't want that. Well, yeah, today, like with the calls, like I didn't have that what if. Nice. And that's what, like... That was the difference? Yeah, that that was, was that's what difference. made me start calling and pick up the phone. I was like, I, I don't know why I didn't think of it. I just did it today. And I just saw, like, all the positive outcomes that could happen. And then once I started calling, people started answering. They weren't cussing me out. They weren't doing this. They are like, have a good day. I'm like, oh. They're actually nice. There, there's nice people out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and they say no, I think it's just, like, one more... You're just one less... Well, yeah, and I also thought, like, in, like... um and doing it, I was like, I need to write down, like, how much I'm keeping track of, like, my contacts and stuff. I need to, like, see how much I'm growing today because this is, like, a lot. So it wasn't just a feeling? <laughs> just joking. <laughs> and we're done. And that's it for the season. Say thank you Ruben for joining us. is fired. <laughs> this will be his last episode. <laughs> <laughs> It no, wasn't just okay. a feeling. Okay. No. I'm okay with it. No, I'm. No. I own it. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just needed that like measurement of seeing how much I grew today, yeah. and not having that what if really didn't it didn't paralyze me another day. Well, yeah. what ifs don't pay the bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in business, when you're talking just strictly business, businesses make it or fail on what ifs. You have to be very purposeful, very clear, very intentional. Um, And there just can't be any what ifs because you're just not going to make it. Well, and I think the beauty of failure is that when we don't have failure, when things become easy and we win a lot, we never sit back and analyze how we won. But with failure, we, we tend to take a little bit more time and say, dang, what went wrong? Mm-hmm. What could I what could I have done differently? You know what could have worked differently, mm-hmm. and that's the blessing of failure that we don't embrace, that we should embrace. We should want to fail more, yeah. because then we start to ponder, and say, all right, let me just let me just analyze this for a second, 
And how, how can I become better from this failure? Because we never say, how can I become better after this win? Because we've already won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've already won. So mm-hmm. that's the beauty and the magic that comes from failure that we never really look at. And that just becomes a habit and a dialogue, I know, mm-hmm. for our kids anytime. Because, yes, our kids did get bad grades at times. And when they would come to us and say, hey, I'm failing math or I failed this class, it was never, we were never upset about the grade or the failure. We, we always said what but what did you learn and how are you going to fix it? So failure has never been a bad word. But we never said that if they got A's. No, we didn't. Why not? Because we were failing. Right. So it was working. Because, yeah. Right. Whatever it is you're doing is working. Right. Right. And I think. But I think there are so many relationships and usually parent-child relationships where it is you cannot fail failure is not an option in a lot of places and I think that that dialogue maybe needs to change a little bit because failure is where growth happens mm-hmm. and I think that I wish more people would wrap their mind around that failure is not failing you're only a failure if you stay where you where you, you are at stop that trying. time and if you, you stop yeah. trying yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so you know, the biggest, the, for my religious area of my life, um, you know, the best quote that I've ever seen from a saint was, um, saints are just sinners that keep trying. Ooh. That's it. And, and it's, it's true for business, right? Success comes from failing at a high level. Everything's associated to failure. All of success in your life and the afterlife is from failures. Because we learn from them. You change from it. We change. Yeah, we, we become different people for, mm-hmm. because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the flip side of that, what helps you grow? In, in times where you've experienced tremendous growth in your life, whether it was a conversation or a period of time, what is it that feeds your growth? Um, like, I know for me, prayer meditation, reading, um, and a huge one for me and my personal growth is travel. If I don't go somewhere on a regular basis, I, I can't function. I just, I just, I don't know what it is. It's, it's the recharge. It's the reset for me. So travel is a big one for me. Mm. Um, what are some of the things that you guys like you can tell like that that feeds my growth i need that regularly in order to keep moving forward researching i mean mm-hmm. I, I just geek out on stuff like that uh, i feel that i so feel much. like i want to like i need more resources mm-hmm. um so and i enjoy that i think that's it's fun for me mm-hmm. so if i can find something that's fun and helpful and educational at the same time then it's a win for me so um, so you don't ever feel the need to, to have to unplug? Because you unplug in a no. very weird way. Like we travel, we do travel frequently and it's important to both of us. But yes. I am reading like a fun book and listening to like, I don't know, pop music or 80s music at the pool 
and he's reading to. a book and listening to a podcast and like taking, taking notes, notes. Yeah. on the hotel yeah. notepad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so just fun it's, for me. you don't feel yeah. like you ever need to unplug because it's just such a piece of you. No, I, I do feel like I think as I get older, I do feel like I need to disconnect. Um, and I, I need that, but I hate doing that because that usually means I'm away from people that I care about. Um, because I disconnect alone. So I'll go fly fishing or maybe go to the mountains by myself or camp by myself. And I need a few days just by myself. And I never do that. It's something that I want to do, but I, I don't want to do that because I have so much fun with you or I have so much fun with you guys and going on trips and things like that. That's, that's fun for me, but it's not a disconnect. Gotcha. Mm. And disconnect is hard for me because I don't, I don't necessarily like being alone. Because I don't know where my mind's gonna go if I'm alone. Yeah, it goes on so. But I do. I told him that yesterday. I'm like, I'm telling you, your yeah. mind is a scary place, and and it's it's not somewhere where people can get into. Um, but we also talked about how that's difficult because mm-hmm. we have no idea what's going on in there, so he can't have the expectation that we know what's going on in there. Um, so you're very right in that you're just. Yeah, but I do need to. I need to take. I need a reboot, sometimes, and I need to give myself permission that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't give myself permission to do that because I feel like I could be doing something else that's a little more productive. But, but I need to change my mindset around that is productive, because if I don't have that, I'm not going to be productive in other areas. You're not going to be 100. percent No. What's well, that focus in all the other areas, right? Mm-hmm. You get so into one area and you're, you're doing good and things are happening. And so you're like, let's just keep the momentum going in business yeah. or whatever it is. And then you look over and the other five areas are like hanging on by a Falling, yeah. It's the red. counterbalance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so as far as growth goes, what are some of the tools and like resources that you guys use that you look back now and can attribute to your growth from the time you graduated or from the last year in your life? whatever it is like what are some of the things that you've implemented in your life that have made growth happen the weights the, the weights, weights for sure like you just get to a point where like working out is just part of your day but how did where did you learn like how did you come up with your workout regimen did you just make it up just a combination of just what I learned in high school, which was really more like a CrossFit workout, and then mostly just YouTube, TikTok. Okay. Basically. So researching? Researching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I got a friend that buys programs sometimes, and then he'll send them to me. And it's, I kind of go off of that pretty much as far as structuring what I do in my workouts. Can you implement anything that you do, like, with your weight training into, like, let's say real estate or anything else? I think it's just, like, that getting 1% better. Like I started off by like adding a banana into my diet and then just doing that for like even a month. And then, oh, that becomes a habit and it's just something you don't do, your, you don't go on your day without it. Mm-hmm. And then you add in another snack or you add in another meal and then you work up to four or five meals like you, if you want to build muscle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think you could take that, just getting 1% better and applying it to anywhere else. So how are you getting 1% better in real estate? I think just like today, we definitely got way more than one percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big percentage today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it just built up though. We were all just like it was just quiet in the office today. 
and I was just like, I, I just got to hammer this out. And yeah. I did, and now we're like, now what? <laughs> but yeah. but we're busy for the rest of the week, which is good. So, so just, what are you doing to grow? Because you are having to grow in multiple areas of your life all at the same time. How are you figuring out, okay, how am I growing as a father? How am I growing as a soon-to-be husband? How am I growing as a real estate agent? How am I growing as a brother? Like, you have all of these. So what do you do? What are the tools you use? Or what helps you figure out ways to grow in those areas? Well, it goes back to, like, what Dad says. Like, who do you want to become? And then reverse engineer that. So... Like what I want my life to look like and my family's life to look like, I reverse each aspect. Um, like just go one step at a time. So let's say I want to be a millionaire. How do I get to my first 100K year? How do I get to my 50K year? How do I get to this? And what does that look like? And then I break it down to year, break it down to months, break it down to weeks, then days. And... I know I'm not going to get there yet, but as long as I have that plan and as long as I at least not have, like you guys say, a bad week, a bad month, then I'll be good. But I know I'm going to fail a couple times a month. I know I'm going to fail a couple months out of the year, but as long as I can keep improving that 1%, I feel like it would be good. And just relying on podcasts. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I was going to say, I see you reading. Yeah, it, it's weird. I, I didn't want to admit it, but like reading sort of is giving me a lot more energy now. And I hated reading. Yeah. I think it's because I'm more, I know what I liked in high school and I couldn't read what, what it was. So like in high school, I had to read like fiction books and, and all that stuff. With a but now I can read of... like, yeah, I have like choice readings now. Now I can read about business. I can read about, um, now I'm reading The Richest Man Alive, which is one of the best books I've read. And it's just like the way that my mind just goes to while I'm reading gives me energy. It just gives me like, because I'm like, oh, now I can do this and it gives me a new idea. Then I expand on that idea. I go on the lap, I go on my PC, I research it. And I'm like, this is achievable and it gives me energy. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, so what is, so if I implement this, what is that? What does my life look like after? Yeah. Does it go back to where I want it to be? So again, what is possible? What's possible? Creating vision. But I think the hardest part is the consistency mm -hmm. of it. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's why I like mixing your two, you guys together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got that A one. mix. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mix because. Like one day's a feeling and one day is like, hey, I'm, I'm extra good. I get. Oh, no, I'm just You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yes but one thing i would challenge you with um all of you with is with your growth is start teaching more yes. because i think when you start when you when you want to master something you teach it because you have to know because everything. you have to know everything about it mm -hmm. and you when you teach it you you see where your shortcomings are mm. You're like, oh, there's a gap there. Someone asked uh, a question yeah. and you don't know. Uh, like, there's a oh. gap there and I haven't, yeah, I need to figure that out. That's a huge mind shift because mm -hmm. I know yeah. for the longest time you and I 
you know, we've had several teaching opportunities or speaking opportunities, and we both felt like we shouldn't because we saw it as, I don't, I have no business telling people, like, I'm not mm-hmm. qualified to whatever, have this conversation. There's people doing it way better than me. And, you know, it was, we weren't worthy of teaching or speaking, but changing your mindset around that of, it's actually for me. Yeah. <laughs> and when I have the opportunity to teach or be on a panel or whatever, I will tell people that point blank. They'll be like, honestly, I'm here for me, not you guys. I hope you get something, but I'm here for me. Because well, it does make you that, better. Yeah, I, I think taking this season a lot more seriously, like we all have notes now, we all did this. Like I grew a lot in the past five days researching this just to come up with my speech, come up with my everything Yeah. to go into this episode. Outline, yeah. yeah. Sure. And being prepared matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Cool. So, close it up. And uh, we'll be at episode two. We will be episode two, but I went, I, one more thing. I was going through doing research and I found a quote and I think that we should all be bringing our favorite quotes to all the podcasts. Implement that. We're talking about. Okay. My quote, and I'm the only one who has one because I didn't tell you guys this, but it's a Tony Robbins quote, which I don't love everything Tony Robbins does, but there's some great things. And it says, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Mm. And that sums it up. That's pretty good. Yep. My own quote, embrace failure. Ruben Estrada. Mm. Now I gotta think of one. (laughs) You gotta think fast. (laughs) (laughs) For next time. Yeah, for For next next time. time. But But uh, find quotes that inspire you and have them on your phone or hang them up or, you know, until you memorize them. I think... A simple quote can make a huge impact in in your growth. Here we go. Success is not an accident. Success is a choice. Mm-hmm. Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. I had it in my background. Okay. There you go. There. Cool. Hey. That wasn't cool. You better think hey. fast. You better think fast. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Canava. All right. Think All right. Yep. Season two, episode one, coming to a close. Later. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>